small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle joining us today in the guest co-host. What's wrong? You're just already shuffling cards. We're going to have some fun today. I know, but it's making noise. Well, let me bring in my guest, then we can all have the fun. <laughs> That's a deck of cards. Joining us today in the guest co-host seat, a uh, friend of the show, drives a motorcycle, loves music. This guy is killing it with the Rock Solid album of the year. Uh, this is Mike Beats. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. Mike, are you having fun doing the uh, posting the album and songs and stuff of the year, or is it is it now that we're into June? Is it becoming a a, a task and a chore? It's no, July I, today. I enjoy. I enjoy it. Yesterday was the first day where I thought I was where I thought I was going to miss it, Uh-oh. and I may have missed it for East Coast people because mm-hmm. I think I got it posted around nine thirty. But I, it was just an all day busy day thing. What if you missed it and someone's like, "That's it, unfollow." <laughs> What uh, and, and you're listening to multiple albums a day. No, I listen to one. You listen to one, but you post others. Yeah, because there isn't a really good uh, list of um, what days albums are released. Like, there's mm-hmm. no like definitive list, and so I figured I'll just have one on my Twitter. Now, I, here's another question. When I did it last year, it made my year go by very quickly. Yes. Because you're aware of the days that are passing. You're like, oh my God, I'm, this is no album number... 182 or whatever so it's like crazy yeah today was 181 and that means are you i just threw that number out off the top of my head (laughs) yeah today was one uh, yesterday was 181 so today was 182 okay are you gonna listen to blink 182 (laughs) today i just want to go on record is i just threw that number out extremely random uh, randomly off the top of my head because i was just like oh we're in the beginning of july so cut in half yeah i mean the two and it's almost exactly half the year, right? Because yeah. 182 mm-hmm. times 2 is 164, so right. 364. And if uh, Mike, I am going to have to ask you to get a little closer to the mic when you talk. Okay, I'm ready. Sorry. All right, so what was I saying, Mike? So, uh, Song a day. Song a day. and or an um, album a day. Album a day. Uh, what is your album today? I haven't picked one yet. You haven't picked one yet. We spent the morning working on this list. <clears throat> okay, that's cool then. That's important. What was your album of a day yesterday? The one that you listened to. The one that I listened to yesterday was True Blue by Madonna. And did you listen, do you listen to the album just once or do you listen to it a couple times during that day? Because uh, I would listen a couple times. A couple times. I mean, I, just, I essentially just put it on my headphones and I just have those running mm-hmm. all day. And does True Blue hold up? Yeah. What's the clunker on there? I know there's one clunker on there. I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me. I thought maybe you knew offhand because you listened to it. No, I don't know a lot of song names on these, on these albums that I listen to because I don't... I don't really look at the the track list too much. Are you looking up the track list, Kyle? Yeah. Okay, you go through it, and Mike and I will, will say yes or no. All right, hold on. Okay, Papa Don't Preach. Good. Thumbs up. And by the way, that's the one where I learned, I never knew this, Danny Aiello is Madonna's father. Correct. Hmm. In the video. Oh, that's not her real no, dad? No. Okay, forget it. Open Your Heart. Good. Yeah, good. White Heat. I can't recall White Heat. It doesn't stick in my head. Okay, so that's a no. Live to tell? Yes. Yes. Where's the party? Yes. Mm, I can't recall that one either, but it's there's a party, so Where's cool. Where's the party? Oh, that's a good one. True Blue? Blue's True Blue's great. great. La Isla Bonita? The Isla Bonita, it's yeah. great. I like it. Jimmy Jimmy? 
Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. Love makes the world go round. That's an okay song. Yeah. All right. So that's that's a, that's, that's a lot of hits. That's like a seven out of ten. It, yeah, at least. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, seven or eight. That's a great album. Yeah. All right. Good job, Madonna. And I like the album cover. Yep. I like everything. I love that's that. from the video for Open Your Heart. I got to be honest. It makes me want to listen to that album later today. You should. It's very good. I'm going to do it. Madonna, I think, is underrated overall. Like, I don't think she's considered in the, in the, I guess, given the same, I guess, respect as Michael Jackson or Prince or. She's still iconic, though. She's, and I know people hate when that word is thrown out there, but she, I mean, she is. She's, and I think it's because she's not the greatest singer. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, Prince plays all the instruments and he produces and he does, but I mean, so. That might, there's, might be some reasons, but she's definitely... For the 80s, she's, I, I mean, when I think of the big four of the 80s, it's Michael Jackson, Prince, Bruce, and Madonna. What about you two? I don't, I guess I don't, uh, I don't, I mean, you two's my favorite band, mm-hmm. but I think of them, I think I'm, I'm more expansive than the 80s. Okay. I mean, just like iconic 80s. They're also like a, a band versus a yeah. single I don't think anyone would know? argue with the people you just threw out there. Prince, Michael, Bruce, and Madonna. Yeah. Maybe George and Michael. Yeah, but his catalog, his, tier, his catalog is so, like, he doesn't have a large catalog of right. music. Right. That's what hurts him big time. Because I guess his only solo hit album that decade was probably Faith, right? Yeah. And that's gigantic. It's huge. Huge. I don't like that whole album, though. No. Nope. Not like I like True Blue. True Blue is one of my favorite albums of all time. <laughs> okay, hey, before we get started, uh, I won't tell you the topic yet. We're going to have some fun. This is what, hear that? Mm-hmm. It's a deck of cards. This, I'm pretty sure Mike Siegel gave me this deck of cards. It's called Battle of the Bands. It's been in my backpack for uh, about a year now. I've never pulled it out, but I decided that maybe we'll just have a little fun today because uh, our topic today is uh, hope and happiness, and we just want to bring some happiness and joy to the world. A lot of stuff going on out there right now. Uh, no matter what side of the, uh, whether you're red or you're blue or you're whatever, whatever you are, uh, everyone could use some uh, hope and happiness. This was Mike's mm-hmm. idea. Mike, Mike said he needed some hope and happiness. I said, come on over to the studio and we'll ruin that for you. <laughs> uh, so I have these Battle of the Bands. Uh, they're rock. Oh my God, this is hysterical. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about this person, but I'm going to throw you this mic. Catch it. Hand out to Mike. Read what it says under the word bands. What are these cards called? Rock Trump cards. Rock Trump cards. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. I don't. Even, I don't know either. I think you're Isn't supposed it like a Trump card. Like well, it's like a one card. up. Yeah, yeah, it's like a higher card or something. Yeah. For they, there's probably some legal reason why they can't call them like playing cards, playing cards. or like something or like this deck costs nine ninety five if you buy it. I think I think you're supposed to kind of play like war with that, and you're I think supposed you're right. to like choose because they have different values yeah. of like shock value, and then you kind of like, you know, I think we're gonna that's a, we're gonna play, and there's like there's like on each card it has a band name. It sounds like it'd be cluttered, but it but it's not. Yeah, and then there's a band name, picture of the band, and then it has all these different uh, things about a band, like it has a legacy factor, commercial success their appetite for destruction, their shock value, their diva factor, and their sex appeal. And each one of those categories has a number from 1 to 100. And no two are the same. And no two are the same. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out two cards. You and Mike are going to play this. I'm going to pull out two bands. I got The Doors, and because Mike's favorite band is U2, I got The Doors and I got U2. So now I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, both of you, whose legacy number is higher, U2 or The Doors? Kyle? I'm going to say The Doors, but I'm, I'm not sure why. Okay. All right. I'm... Mike? It's U2 and it's not close. Okay. It's The Doors. But I agree with Kyle. Yeah. I don't know why. Because <laughs> they have two good songs and a drunk singer that <laughs> died. U2's legacy number is 42. And The Doors' legacy number is 79. Ugh. That's, I mean. That's very wrong. That's, I think it's wrong too. All right, let's go to another. Diva Factor. Whose Diva Factor is higher? Oh, The Doors. The Doors. doors. Jim Morrison. Yeah, The Doors. Diva Factor is 73. Jim Morrison. (laughs) It's so funny. It says The Doors, but there's just a picture of Jim Morrison, which is dismissive of the other members of the band. And you two... Most of who are still with us. And arguably who are more important to that band. Yeah. Uh, you two's yeah, D- they had to keep playing while someone keep playing. was just yeah. drunk on stage. I always thought, what was it like to go see The Doors back then? Like, you would go and then three Sometimes songs... Sometimes it's instrumental. Three songs in, it's done. <laughs> uh, they, 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 uh, that guy passed out or he got arrested. Uh, yeah, U2 has a very low diva factor, 26. Okay, commercial success. Who has the higher number? Who has a higher sunglasses factor? <laughs> commercial success, Kyle. I'm going to... I'm going to say you too because they have more albums. It's hard because the doors have been around longer. All right. I'm going to say you too. I would say you too, just the Joshua Tree. Yeah, it's you too. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't know that the doors ever sold 10 million of anything. I, mean, I they, didn't know if it probably had been platinum, like... They had platinum albums, but I mean, maybe the first doors album sold 10 million. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't have a lot of hits. You kind of have to be a doors fan to, yeah. I would think, to buy anything besides their greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Uh, their appetite for destruction, whose number is the highest. <laughs> what does that mean? I guess it's, uh, I guess it's drugs and alcohol and that type of okay, stuff. Well, that's the, the doors. doors. Yeah. Doors is 91 out of a hundred <laughs> and U2's is nine. <laughs> Very the most low. controversial thing for U2 in that regard was probably that they were a Christian band at the beginning and they uh-huh. smoked. Oh boy. Larry Mullins once played <laughs> after having two beers. <laughs> Uh, shock value. The doors. The, yeah, doors. The doors. Doors 72, <laughs> U2. This is a, a pretty a, much a 11. slam dunk. Well, I'm surprised that the door, given what we knew about the Beatles shock number, mm-hmm. the doors regularly were arrested on stage. And Yeah, the Beatles shock number was 95. We, <laughs> right. we had gone through uh, earlier uh, just to see how we might play this. Let me see. What's the last number? We did appetite. We did commercial. We, we did sex legacy. Appeal. Sex appeal. Oh. I'm going to say the doors. It, Oh, I already tipped it. Yeah, it is. Seven, <laughs> 73 to uh, 28. Bono is a sexy man. And Larry Mullins is a good-looking guy. I think they're all kind of sexy-looking yeah. guys Adam in their Clayton own way. Adam married to uh, Naomi Campbell. Yeah, I mean, you know. But I guess Jim Morrison just... I think just, I think at least for... Bono's been married ever since they've been... Like, since the and and to years. women, that's considered very sexy. Yeah, you know guess. what I mean? Okay, you want to do want to do two more? Yeah, sure. Pick pick two that aren't such shut slam up dunks. <laughs> like yeah, you pick like, two opposite bands. Yeah, pick two that are kind of similar. 
you want two that are similar. Well, I mean, like they, they could go either way on, on many of the numbers. Okay. Those are pretty one-sided. Okay. I think I've got, I think I've got, I think I've got what you want. The Beatles and the Stones. See, I don't know if you know much about these two bands, Kyle. Know. Do you care? Does that I matter? Mean, it doesn't matter. All right. It's fun. I'm good at guessing. We're going to put, we're going to pit the Stooges against the New York Dolls. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Legacy. Legacy number. The Stooges or the New York Dolls? I'm going to say the Stooges include Iggy Pop. That is, yeah, Iggy yeah. Pop. Iggy then I'm going to say the Stooges. Okay. Same. You're right. 77 for the Stooges, 65 for the New York okay. Dolls. Uh, sex appeal number. New York Dolls versus the Stooges. I'm going to say Stooges because Iggy Pop's never wearing a shirt. All right. I'm going with the Stooges as well. All right. The Stooges sex appeal number is 57. The New York Dolls sex appeal number, 58. Ooh. Very close. Very sexy. Because <laughs> the New York Dolls dress like women. A lot of glam makeup. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that's like po- calling poison sexy. This is, this, is a good, this is a good one. Commercial success. <laughs> Well, the Stooges. <laughs> the Stooges had a song in a Nike commercial. Once. All right. So you're going to the Stooges. Yes. Okay. The yeah. Sto- on a scale of 100, the Stooges commercial success is a 22. The New York Dolls commercial success is a 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time you don't want a 10 is when it's out of yeah. 100. Yeah. All right. Their appetite for destruction. Hmm. I'm going to go New York Dolls on that. I don't know why. Yeah, I will too. I mean, Iggy used to cut himself on yeah, stage and throw him, hit himself with a mic and yeah. throw himself everywhere. Now, what's a hundred for appetite? Is that like Gigi Allen? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> Someone that I guess I don't know. But the Stooges is a ninety-three. Okay. Oh, okay. And the New York Dolls is an eighty-six. Yeah. Both oh, pretty well. High. Yeah, these are all these numbers are all very very close. Shock value. Hmm. I'm trying to think Again, how that relates very to the close. to the. I'm going to say the New York Dolls because at the time they kind of started the glam thing. That's just the uh, air conditioner. Okay. It's just the humming. Yeah, the cross-dressing, uh, I'll say the, but the Iggy Pop is shocking. I'll say, but I'll go New York Dolls. Okay, New York Dolls win. They have 90 to the Stooges 88. Ooh. Oh, very close. What else? Uh, we did Appetite. We did Commercial. Oh, Diva Factor. Hmm. That's the last one. Diva I factor. Could go either way. Are these pretty close? Uh, they're, with, we're, they're within 15 of each I'll other. I'll say the Stooges. Stooges Diva Factor is higher? Yes. All right. I'm going New York Dolls. New York Dolls have a higher Diva Factor. Okay. They have 69 to the Stooges 56. Okay. All right. I don't know if I like, <laughs> I don't know if I like when the bands are, is it more fun when the bands are close or when they're not? Um, I mean it's a little more challenging when they're closer. That's true. Then it's because uh, otherwise you're just like yeah it's yeah. Otherwise it's just doors. a toss up. Huh? Yeah. Just a t- yeah that's true. Right. I should have done a th- three way in there and thrown the Sex Pistols in with that. All right. They would have probably been higher score on every le- on every one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just even per- success yeah. with their one album. Yeah, yeah, I'm perusing real quick. Uh the dolls have a uh, the the dolls and the stooges both have a higher appetite for destruction really? than the sex pistols. But still they're they're all Did they forget all about in, Sid Vicious? In the eighties, <laughs> I know. 
Yeah, very similar. Sex Appeal was low for the Sex Pistols, even though their name has sex in it. Mm-hmm. Sex with no appeal. All right, that was fun for the three of us, and hopefully the home viewer. Viewer? Listener. All right, so hope and happiness. Here's what we're going to do today. I picked songs that have the words hope or happiness actually in the title, and Mike Beats picked songs about the circus. No. Mike Beats <laughs> picked songs that give us a sense of hope and happiness. Correct, Mike? Is that true? That's right. right. Or at least what it invokes in me. I don't know if everyone... These songs make you feel happy and hopeful. Sure. Like if I want to be in a good mood, I might listen to one of these songs. Okay. Hopefully these will put people out in the listener world in a good mood. Yeah, they'll go listen to the whole thing Mm -hmm. somewhere. All right. I'm going to let you start because I know you have uh, more songs than I do, so I'll let you... uh, Let's start kick, with... Kick off the fun. Boom. Let's start with... Uh, well, I don't know what... I wish I knew what your song was, so I knew what... Well, you want me to go first, then? No, let's do this one. Let's do uh, Shonen Knife, Top of the World. All right. All right. From Japan. From Japan. All girls. Three women from Japan. Covering the, per- the, the Perfect World? That one? Top of the World. Oh. Hold on, then I gotta find that. Hold on, I'm in the wrong playlist. <laughs> uh, no, I'm the not. band is Shonen Knife. Yeah, but there's there's this one. That's the only one I have. Oh, try see if see if that. Oh boy, yeah. See if well, I mean you can go to. I'm just gonna pick a different song. Okay. Uh, let's let's <laughs> let's do uh, Don't Stop by Fleetwood Mac. Let's All right, do there Don't Stop go. by Fleetwood Mac. Very nice. That song is only optimistic to me, I think, because I, uh, Clinton and Gore, that was their... Yeah, their campaign and it, song. And in that time, it seemed like the world was going to change for, like, we were ready for... I was 16 we years old. And, and so, you were ready. And you couldn't even vote. Couldn't even you vote. were still uh, into the political game. Yeah. And it just, game. Seemed, it just seemed like this. these were two young guys and their uh, things were going to change a lot. And, uh, well... Still optimistic. Yeah. Uh, so people who aren't on the Patreon page don't know all the, they don't know this story because we, we made a video about it and stuff. But um, listener David Ace Gutierrez, him and I, uh, we purchased a box set together. We purchased Roger Taylor, the drummer for Queen, has a box set called The Lot. And it costs like $200. But the website was having a sale where everything was like 60% off. So I said, hey, do you want to buy this together? I'll rip the music. You can actually have the physical box set. I just want the music. He said, cool. So we order it, and it comes, and it's damaged. It has like two bent corners. Mm -hmm. So 
I emailed them and said, hey, this arrived and it's damaged. And then I got a response back, which discs aren't working. I said, oh, and the discs are fine. It's just the outer box is all, the corners all bent. And they sent me another one. Oh, nice. And I didn't have to return the, the so I gave David the good one. And I, so we both got this thing. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's got so many songs because uh, Roger also had a solo band called The Cross. So, which I guess was a thing in England. I didn't know about it as a kid here in the States. But anyway, one of the songs on the box set by Roger Taylor from Queen is called Happiness. So let's hear Happiness. There's just one thing that we all crave From the cradle to the grave State of grace or state of mind Point in space or point in time. In time of peace, in times of war, the self same goal that we yearn for. Some have it all, but still have less. What we all need. Happiness Happiness is watching Now lyrically it's basically if something goes up it comes down if something goes left but still I like the song I love Roger's voice mm-hmm. and I also want to say that when the uh, when Bohemian Rhapsody the Queen movie comes out me and Kyle and David are going to go see that movie mm-hmm. and then we're going to go f- from the movie directly here to the studio and, rec- and jump off the roof. And jump off the roof. <laughs> and, and record uh, an episode about the movie, talking about the movie, playing music that's in the movie, playing music that maybe should have been in the movie. And uh, it'll be a spoiler-filled episode. So when that comes out, if you haven't seen the movie yet... Because uh, you all weren't be super warned. excited to see it. I wasn't super excited to see it. I felt like it looked like maybe one of those VH1 biopics. But then... Well, Brian Sigger's directing it, so... Well, he well, doesn't get credit on it. He is getting credit now. He is getting credit now? Yeah, you know, the guy who wasn't there for any of it. <laughs> How's he, how, how did he work that out? I don't know. But then <laughs> when I saw the trailer the past couple of times in, in the Cineplex, I kind of started to get excited for it. So, and when, what's the actor who's playing Freddy? I can't say his name. Uh, Rami Malik. Yeah, when he, when he talks a couple of times in the trailer as Freddy, he really seems like Freddy to me. I don't know how they're going to do the music and stuff. And I'm excited to see a, a, be, a bigger, a longer trailer with actual scenes instead of like a, you know, a fast cut mm-hmm. trailer with music. But, um, or maybe if it's not good, that's they, the only they trailer. Won't get it. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm starting to get excited for it again. When does it come so, out? November. Okay. So, yeah. Are you a Queen fan? Not, not a big Queen fan. Just, that's okay. They're okay. All right. I mean, I like them, but. I've never, I don't think I've ever, I love Radio Gaga. Oh, I love Radio Gaga. I love that song. I would play that in college and people, guys on my floor would just be like, well, this is, this is garbage. And I'm like, no, no it's not. It's, it's not. really good. It's really great. And that's just making me want to play it on a, <laughs> on a loop. What's your next song? Uh, let's go. Let's try the Shonen Knife song again. Yeah, it was just a uh, title run. What happened, Kyle? It, the, when it imported, it didn't take the, the metadata is different than the title. Oh, yeah. Okay.
Shona Knife covering the Carpenters. That's right. Very nice. Now, is Shona Knife, are they still an entity? Are they still a thing? I think they are. Um, I don't know for sure, but I think so. They'd be like in their 50s now, wouldn't they? Yeah, but kind of living uh, existence where probably they live comfortably. Yeah, I'm sure. Seems, seems like they're still active. In Japan. Mm-hmm. All right. Do they ever come to the well, States I think, they, I think they might be in New I think they might live in New York. All right. Do they, do they play in the States? I can't recall them coming to L.A. Not in a while. I haven't seen them. Not that I would be looking for that because they're, they're not on my radar, but I, I would know about it. Yeah. I assume. I'm a man in the know musically. <laughs> well, L.A., I mean, if you look, there are so, so, many. so many shows going on. All the time. And, always. And, and almost always a band that you know or have heard I, I all tell, the time. I tell people that people will play in L.A. that aren't even on tour. They're right. just all of a sudden, oh, yeah, they're, just gonna, they're doing a show at the Troubadour tonight. What? Smashing Pumpkins just did that. Two days ago, they played the they played at the Troubadour. They did. So one of my friends was like, "I'm at a house party and the Smashing Pumpkins are here, and I'm eating pizza with them." Yeah, see, it's and nuts. then they just played in a like couple songs at this house party. Zombies like, are coming to the Troubadour later in the year. Speaking of zombies, Billy Corgan looks like he's gone full Voldemort. He's just <laughs> yeah. Does he put powder on his white? He cut off his, his nose. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, how does that affect his singing? Same. A little better. <laughs> he just puts his hand over it to get that nasal. 1999. I don't know who that was an impression of. No one. Uh, this is from the album Mud Crutch 2. This is a, a rock and piece to Tom Petty. I wish Tom Petty was alive right now to comment on the state of the universe, but he's not. He's somewhere looking down, but we still have all his great music. This is a song called Hope. I think they played that song when I saw them. I'm going to look it up. How many... Did, so when you saw them as Mug Crutch, did they just play only Mug Crutch songs? Or yeah. Did they... No, they do not do any Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers hmm. songs. Interesting. Which is weird because I've only seen Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers once, 1987. Mm-hmm. Let them up. I've had enough tour. But I saw Mud Crutch twice. <laughs> and both at small venues. I saw the Mud, Mud Crutch at the Troubadour and then I saw them at the, the Fonda. Wow. Much closer to Tom Petty at those shows than I was at the Pittsburgh Civic Arena mm-hmm. in 1987. Yeah. yeah. Good shows. You know, as long as you know going in that they're only playing Mud Crutch, yeah. which I like both of those albums, I, I'm sure there were people there that were like, what? you didn't do American Girl. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I just didn't know if they had uh, enough, you know, if they just played like, the um, whole they did, album. Or? Uh, they have two, the first album, I think, has 14 songs. The second has maybe 11 or 12. They might have done... Two covers in there. Okay. Some jamming, maybe a bird song. I'll are there other up. bands that? Are there other people who are in bands that they just don't play their songs when they do? I feel like that's kind of common, and then they get over it, and then they just start. 
You mean other other uh, members of bands that have a side project, but they don't do songs from their main? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless you're like Stevie Nicks, who's who when she tours solo, she has she does yeah. Dreams and Rihanna and all those songs. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think yeah, I think it's more common if you go if you're if you go solo to sing the songs from your band versus. Well, and then you got the you other know, way. Around. Tom Tom Petty's one of those guys. It's like, uh, you know, he does whatever he fucking wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no Wilbury songs, no Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's songs. a very it's a Bob Dylan thing to do. I feel like. Yeah. Exactly. Did you ever see Bob Dylan live? Bob Dylan doesn't even sing his own songs. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. I'm telling you, it's a rough go. It is a rough go. Okay. Let me see. Let me see this Mud Crutch set list. I got it pulled up. Uh, let me see if they did any. Uh, I don't think they sing any. No, they did Knocking on Heaven's Door. It's a Bob Dylan cover. And everything else, and they did Hope. Hope was song number 15. Yeah, everything else was Mud Crutch tunes except Knocking on Heaven's Door, which, if I re- recall, was fucking amazing, as you can imagine. Yeah. Mike, you're up. Let's go with the Polyphonic Spree, Light and Day. I feel like this is a band April's played before. Uh, probably. How's the metadata? It's okay. (laughs) I clicked exactly on 30 seconds. There's one. Earlier today, I said number 182, and I was right. This I just want to tell everyone that some Mike songs are from YouTube, so don't yeah. be like, the sound quality was garbage. Hey, everyone that's named Mike that sits in that chair brings songs from YouTube. <laughs> Seagull and Beats. I normally Seagull, don't, Beats, but I, Murray. I have all my, I have my, uh, my hard drive. Oh, no, did it crash? Well, no, it just won't connect to my, to my Windows computer. Oh, only my gotcha. Mac, so. That's annoying. Everything should just work with everything Everything else. should work with everything. Especially in this day and age. Everyone should get along with everyone. That's what we're trying to What's say. With the segregation? Get rid of yeah. proprietary software. Yeah, please. They're be- they're begging Bullshit. us to hack it. That's what they're they're just asking, they're asking for, it. for it. Yeah. Uh, Murray's fine. Everybody, I want to give a Murray update. Murray yeah. update. Murray's fine. We re- boop, 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 boop. Murray just, update. Just saw him. Just saw him. <laughs> they recorded with him and Siegel last week. Murray's good. Mm-hmm. Getting, the crankier he gets, the better I know he's getting. You know, Murray's getting cranky again, so he's better. Uh, Kyle, you saw a very uplifting movie last night. I did. What'd you I see? Saw Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is the Mr. Rogers documentary. Have you have seen, you seen it, it yet, Mr. Beats? I'm not. I'm, I'm waiting until I have a couple of hours afterwards to digest. 
And yeah, uh, it's very good. It's it's very feel good. Yeah. Does anyone call you Master Beats? No. <laughs> Has anyone ever said that no. joke before? MC no. Beats. MC Beats. See when I said Master Beats, it sounds. Like oh, I get it. Uh, yeah. Do you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my turn. This is a this is a former I call him friend of the show, Greg Kin. Mm-hmm. This is from his album. Get this, Kyle. Continued. He's great with the puns. <laughs> you don't like any of that, do you? <laughs> rock, rock, kin roll. I like the I like the I like how his albums look because they're kind of they almost look like they're made with paper. It looks like um and paint. Yeah, it, it like what it, what would you call that? Like uh, it looks like construction paper cut out. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Like how they do yeah. South Park. Yeah, like they, how it has they like do a South little Park. bit of like a 50s look to it with like this guitar, you know. Yeah, I like that album cover. Mm-hmm. Continued. Mm-hmm. Contagious. Yeah, I like the cover. Rock Kin doesn't need any pun though. You just... No, yeah. wonder if he had ever, ever had one called Kints. <laughs> Is his last album going to be the last of Kin? Maybe. Next of Kin. Next of Kin. I think he has a next of Kin. <laughs> I really do think he has one. Kyle, you could look up Doesn't all the albums. Doesn't he have Conspiracy? Yes, he does. Why don't you look up all the album titles while we hear a little bit of Happy Man. Remember this from MTV. Now I want to listen to Madonna's True Blue and then listen to uh, Continue Today. That song makes me want to listen to that. So here, I'll read the ones with puns. There are a few that Let me ask you one question. Does he do a country album called Kentucky? No. That would be great, though. (laughs) What about one called Kin and Barbie, and it's all kids' songs? (laughs) No? Okay, keep going. It's uh, Greg Kin again, which is kind of, it's not really a pun, but it rhymes, so it's Next of Kin. Yep. uh, Rock Kin Roll. Okay. Continued, conspiracy, contagious, citizen kin. Oh, that's the worst. So that's the worst. That's the worst. There's a best of called consolidated. Okay. Uh, then he has kin of hearts, which doesn't really work. No, like king of hearts, <laughs> yeah. but kin of hearts. Now he's reaching. Then he has kin family Christmas, which just isn't. Just, that's just lazy. Yeah. And when then he's called kin Chris. 2017 rekindled. Rekindled. Uh, okay. Is that, and that's a, that's a new album, right? I imagine it doesn't have a, a Wikipedia link. Yeah. So it's brand new. No one cares about it. All right. Great kin. He was a good guest. Like to talk. We also have one called Love and Rock and Roll. Love and Rockin' Roll. No. No? Love and Rock and Roll. No, he's oh, supposed he to put Kin in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and what's the worst one again? <laughs> Citizen Kin. Oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> that one's really bad. That that's 85. Really bad. That's not even a pun. No, it's just bad. <laughs> that's really terrible. <laughs> All right, well, if, it's, if it works, don't. What do they say? Mm-hmm. It's not broke, don't fix it. That is what they say. All right. Mike, what's up? Let's go. Um, so this song, it's it's a live version uh, of Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters, but it was done by um, a thousand people in Italy. They're trying to get the Foo Fighters to come play Italy. All right. So they and just recorded this. A thousand were, people a did. A thousand people recorded it. The video is awesome. Like, 
the video, the song might not make you happy and hopeful, but if you watch the video, it is incredible. And then did they come? I don't know. I didn't follow up. People coming together to get something done. I feel like the Foo Fighters would go there if they saw this mm-hmm. video. Well, and the last, I mean, I think this is probably, this is pretty long. I think the last, it's much longer than the song, but the last few minutes of it are him, the guy that put it all together, talking about how he want, how badly he wants the Foo Fighters okay, to go. Okay, so just play it from the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. It's so, awesome. I really like that. So uh, some, some info on that. The Foo Fighters did go and play. There were, there were, were 97,000 people in that city. So that's like what, over 1%. Over percent, yeah, percent of the city. Yeah, got together. And there's a bunch of drums and guitar. Like everyone had a bunch of instruments. Uh, and Dave Grohl said, to see you people singing our song for the whole fucking world, to me... <laughs> was the greatest moment of my life. So they went and they played 27 songs there. So Foo Fighters did go yeah. there and play 27 yeah. songs. Right after it started to go viral, viral, they tweeted, see you soon, uh, Sassina, which is the city. Wow. I just yeah. got a chill thinking about that. I did too. Yeah. Just it's right so now, weird. Just... Yep, just up my back. Wow. Yep. Now, here's what I did while that song was playing. I pulled out the five. I went back to the Battle of the Bands deck. Okay. I pulled out the five bands that have the lowest sex appeal. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to read these five bands. And then we rank them. Uh, you're going to, you want to rank them and then we'll see who's right. Are yeah. we going to remember that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm going to read. I'll write them. Okay, I'm so. going to read. So I'll read the bands, then Kyle, you rank them. Okay, here are the five bands with the lowest sex appeal. Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> Black Sabbath. Okay. Kiss. <laughs> Metallica and the Ramones. Okay. Kiss would be the most offended. Yeah. Oh, about this, yeah, because Gene, well, think, Gene thinks... Lowest sex appeal or not, we've had look, the most sex. Look, I'm very sexy and I have sex every night. Uh, most of the time it's with myself. Uh, yes, but still, and I satisfy myself every time. <laughs> um, okay. Sure, baby. I'm okay. guessing Iron Maiden doesn't have a card. <laughs> no, no, no. There is no Iron Maiden. Maybe that's a volume two of these cards. Okay. So I'm going to go highest to lowest. Okay. Highest sex appeal to lowest. Let me put them in order in my hand so I know. Radiohead, Black Sabbath, Kiss, Metallica, Ramones. I'm going to say Metallica. Okay. Then I'm going to say um, Black Sabbath. Okay. Then Radiohead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do Kiss at number two, and I'm going to say Ramones number one. You're saying Ramones have the, the most sex appeal? The least. The least? Yeah. Okay. 
Now, Mike, what's your what's your picks? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say the Ramones have the most of those. Then Radiohead. Then Kiss. Then Metallica, and then Black Sabbath. Which version of Black Sabbath? Or is that, it's, it's is that the, maybe it's, the, it's just the one with Ozzy? Maybe that's the reason why, because they're just like, we don't even know who's in the band. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go from lowest to highest, okay? You mean highest to lowest? No, no, no. This is the band with the lowest. Okay. Okay. The lowest sex appeal band in so this So I had said Ramones. Mike had said Black Sabbath. Mike is right. It's Black Sabbath. Okay. They have 11 out of 100. <laughs> I was hoping they would have one. Eleven. <laughs> all right. The, the band... And it's all Ozzy. Yeah, I guess so, right? His favorite food? Cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. That's what you, you learned. <laughs> you taught me that because it was in a... It was in a like a throwback Conan Conan video. O'Brien clip. All right. The band with the next least sex appeal, Kiss. That's uh, crazy. I was close. I I'm was all close. about sex. You would think that my, I said too. Just yeah. me being yeah, there. Right. I was right. Just me being there would bring it no, up. To Peter. A, oh yeah, you were right. Yep, yep. It's yeah, all Peter. Peter. Kitty cat brings the sex factor down. Yeah. Ace is drunk. <laughs> G's not sexy. <laughs> fat. <laughs> I've always been sexy. Yeah. So thirteen <laughs> is what Kiss has. I always say so thirteen. And and uh, Peter's front and center on that card. Peter's front and center on that card. Okay, here we go. The bands are the left. Ramones, Metallica, and Radiohead. In right in the center, number three. What do you? Uh, Kyle's got Radiohead. I, I had said Radiohead. And who did you say, Mike? Mike said Kiss. I said Kiss. All right, it's Metallica Ooh. with the fifteen. Who is good looking Metallica? Mm. Not Lars. Not James. James is. James he's is the. Tough. He's, he's grown into it. Yeah, he looks better now yeah. than he used to, for See, sure. See, if I like... And he is, he's, like, built yeah. nice. If I like guys, I think I'd go with Kirk. Yeah, Kirk's... Kirk Hammett. Yeah, he's... he's he seems from, gentle. He seems like he'd be gentle in bed. <laughs> he seems like he'd be... Tender lo- lover. He'd be loving. And then the bass player is always Jason Newstead's well, nuts. Yeah, and then... Uh, and was it Robert Latrulio? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's... He looks And crazy. it was Cliff Burton who... Yeah, the worst. <laughs> Possibly the worst. Lemmy. All right, we have two left. <laughs> These are the highest. Now, this, I, I will tell you this. Well, no, I won't tell you this. Okay. Well, no, I, My two, I, think, I still have two left in this. Four and five for me were Radiohead and Ramones. Okay, well, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to cut to the chase. You are right, and they both have a 19 on the sex appeal scale. scale. Well, they they both have a 19. There aren't they didn't, cards, they didn't so try no hard enough. Have, There's no reason for a tie out of 100. I mean... I mean, who's sexy in the Ramones? I mean, I, some people have said that they think Joey is sexy, but I know. Mike's similar. eyes just popped out of his head. <laughs> they um, look similar. Johnny? I, Dee Dee? I don't know. I don't think they had a sexy guy until Richie was behind the drum You kit. could maybe say that their aesthetic was... It was sexy. Maybe. Radiohead, I only can think of the singer. I don't even, I don't even know those other no names. Well, I think Johnny Greenwood is probably a good-looking man. What what does he play in radio? Guitar, guitar. Yeah, he's he's the best looking. But he's got to carry it for five guys. And well, <laughs> also, um, why can't I even think of his name? What's what's the main guy's name? Tom York. Yeah, that's right. He's he's better looking now than he used to yeah. be. Yeah. Again, I, I I say that Tom York. I always say this. He reminds me. There's a Saturday Night Live sketch where um, Harry Shearer and Martin Short. <laughs> 
are synchronized swimmers. And Tom York looks like the character that Martin Short's playing in there. And that is not even, it's not a compliment. It's really bad. And my favorite line is when Martin Short says, this is really hard because to be honest, I'm not really that good a swimmer. <laughs> All right. Whose turn is it to play a song? We got, I got off track with fun stuff. Well, I'll go. I have more songs. So I can yeah. just go. I think I just played Happy Man though, right? I yes. think you did. All right. Your turn, Mike. So why don't we do... Um uh, let's do Sly and the Family Stone. like Joan Jett's version of that song too I was choosing between both of them and I thought I would just go with the original one so many Joan Jett songs that um, I think a lot of people think that that is the original version like she's mm -hmm. wow I mean maybe. I don't think I knew that she even covered it until oh, really? I, because I think I think one of her albums was actually one of the albums of the that was released yesterday that I did not put up um, and I looked at the track list and I saw that on there uh, Kiss also had an album that Love Gun was released yesterday as well. Man, Love Gun I do not like. I don't think that's a good album. I was surprised at how highly it's it's rated by... Uh... I know. Read, go to Love Gun. Read this track list for me. Um, hold on. Are you familiar with the album Love Gun? Not very. Okay. Okay, I Stole Your Love. That's a good song. Christine 16 is good. It's rapey, though. It's yeah. so rapey. You can't listen to that anymore. Yeah, I just don't. I can't really listen to it anymore either. Got love for sale. Uh, that stinks. No, shock me is good. Shock me is great. That might be the best song in that album. That's pretty great. That's an Ace song too. That's fantastic. Tomorrow and tonight. That's a remake. Yeah, it's okay, but I'm not going to count it. We have two good songs so far. Love Gun. Yeah, Love Gun's good. It's about your penis. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what? Yo, you didn't know that? Hooligan. It's the only type of gun I won't ban, Mike. I thought I thought Cupid just upgraded. <laughs> Cupid upgraded to a gun. <laughs> Hooligan's terrible. Oh, that's, I'm a hooligan. Un won't go to school again. <laughs> it's terrible. Horrible. Awful. Uh, almost human. I'm almost human. That's a Gene song. I don't like it that much. It's okay. I got three so far that I like. Plaster caster. That's about <laughs> your dick. That's about again. It's, it's better on the unplugged album. Yeah, but that's that's about the plaster caster, the um the groupie who would make a plaster Paris cast of your penis. So no. Yeah, and then the uh, cover of "Then She Kissed Me." Maybe tomorrow and tonight isn't a cover. Then is it? It's written by Paul Stanley. Oh, then I do like tomorrow and tonight. I was thinking of something else. And then she kissed me is stupid. Yeah, it's a cover of "And Then He Kissed Me." Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, it's got four out of ten songs I really like. Yeah. And that's a highly regarded Kiss album. 
Rock and Roll Over is so much better than that. Go to Rock and Roll Over. Sorry about this, Mike. Kiss talk. <laughs> this, okay. brings, this brings happiness we and almost, hope to we people. We almost need to have a drop when you're going to start going into Kiss. Kiss talk. Okay. Uh, if anyone wants to make a Kiss drop, um, a Kiss talk drop, please send it my way. Uh, I want you. I want you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Take me. Take me anywhere you... Yeah, that's Those great. both sounded the same. They're the same, same, but I like them both. Uh, calling Dr. Love. Calling great. Dr. Love. I'm going to sing them all the same. <laughs> Ladies Room. Ladies Room. <laughs> uh, baby Driver. Oh, Baby Driver. I don't mind Baby... So far, this is five for five for me. Yeah. Love them and leave them. Love them. Leave them. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he says. Yeah. Love it. Mr. Speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's great. Uh, see You in Your Dreams. Yes, that's great. <laughs> Hard luck woman. Yes. And making love. All night long. Yeah. That's a 10 out of 10. That kills <laughs> Love Gun. Yeah. Now I want to listen to, I want to listen to Madonna's True Blue. I want to listen to uh, Continued and I want to listen to Rock and Roll Put Over. them all on one. Shuffle them. Yeah, just shuffle. Those, really, those go really well together. <laughs> and then put you in a padded room. All right. My next song is from Nick Lowe. It's an album called At My Age. And this is called Hope for All of Us. Oh, I'm sorry. Hope for Us All. And this is about finding uh, that special uh, soulmate to spend your life with. Remarking on the change that's come over me. It can be explained very easily. Out of the blue someone's come into my lonely world And now I'm walking tall And if even I can find someone There's hope for us all I like this album cover. Yeah, I like that album cover a lot. It was recently on my Twitter feed because I think it was recent. It was released... Yeah. Sometime in late June. Is that one of the ones you listen to? I don't think so. How do you find... Now, every day you're doing a lot of research, Mike, to find these albums that were released on the day, on these days. I use a website called Album of the, Album of the Year, and then oh, okay, I, also, cool. I also use this other blog that... And then I usually will fact check it against something, because it's, it's never <laughs> accurate. Or I shouldn't say never. It's often not accurate, and it is often different places have different release dates and I don't know how that is hard. Now, be honest, would, would you do this again in 2019? Kind of need a break from it, I bet. Mm, yeah, but I want to find something else to do daily. I might pick themes or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I have not yet decided if I can jump back into it in 2019, but maybe, maybe I'll just do album cover of the day. Sure. Some cool album cover. Song of the day. Song of the day. I Sometimes song of the day seems more daunting because like you're it seems easier and daunting all at the same time because it really has to be it has to be a great song you know what i mean and and there's so many songs to pick from i don't know we'll see let's jump ahead here i found i pulled out the four cards with the bands that have the highest sex appeal we did the lowest sex appeal these four have the highest sex appeal you ready yeah we've got the rolling stones okay the beatles Okay. Blondie. Okay. And The Doors. Yeah. Now, first of all, for Blondie and The Doors, the front person is pulling all the weight. Yeah. 
on this. Mm-hmm. So Kyle, who do you think? Let's rank them. Let's go from number one. Who's got the number one most sex appeal out of those ones? I think it's the Rolling Stones. Okay. I think then the Beatles. Okay. Then the Doors, then Blondie. That's All right. What I Mike, what do you think? I'm going Blondie, the Doors, the Rolling Stones, then the Beatles. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to just read them to you. At number Did four. Did you go highest to lowest? Most sexy I put as one. Okay, perfect. Okay. 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 Out of those four, in the number four sexy slot, the doors with a 73. Oh, okay. 73 the doors have. And again, Jim Morrison is pulling all the weight. The other 27% are those other three schlubs. Uh, that'd be four. Oh, see, I did the opposite, but okay. There you go. That's the least. Oh, of that group, that's the least? That's the yeah. least. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Got the it. least yep. sexy is the doors. Got it. Okay, coming in at number four, four members. Why is the doors the least sexy? Do they not like puke all over their shirt? It just says 73. (laughs) Uh, The Beatles are next with a 75%. Let's think about this. Paul was the cute one. George, he was dangerous. George mm-hmm. was the sexy one. And George John was, was the sexy John one? was the wife beater? Is that what his was? I don't think John mm-hmm. beat his wife. I thought he did. He I hit so. people. He did hit people. He hit, hit people. Okay. And Ringo's just peace and love. <laughs> okay. So they, they have a 75 on the sex. Okay, so Too here we go. They don't know anything about the Beatles. <laughs> Next, That's with a sex comment. appeal level of 76, the Rolling Stones. I got to admit, you, you look at these guys... Mix the only, I mean, maybe Brian Jones, but I mean, Charlie, not good. No. Keith, not good. Keith early? Early Keith. Okay. This is the picture we get. Let me just get mixed mouth, <laughs> okay. lips. And I like how they didn't clear rights to get actual photographs, so right. it's all just drawings. drawings. Mick Taylor was kind, of a, was kind of a good looking guy, I guess. Ronnie might be considered sexy. But Mick's, hold, Mick's really holding all the sex weight there. So number one is Blondie uh, with a 90, right. 93. For one person. For one person, just for, it's almost sexist. It is, mm-hmm. yes. Because the, the, those members of the band are not good-looking dudes. There's some that are horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Look up Frank, uh, Frank Elefante. Is that his name? Look at this guy. I think that's his name. I'll Google it, so... Just Frank from Blondie. Oh. Wait and see if Kyle passes out. <laughs> There's not even a picture on Wikipedia of him. Hold on. I'm no, Blondie probably scrubbed him from the... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is... Are you telling me the... the... I, I will say he looks way better now. Mm-hmm. But at the time... Hold no, on. no. In the heyday? Yeah. No way. I mean, the guys were just, they just looked like guys. No one was. Yeah, that's a good photo. Can you crop that over to the left a little? <laughs> oh, boy. All oh, right. no. It's like Richard Ramirez. All right. Mike, you're up. <laughs> what do you got for us? Uh, let's go um, uh, the Beach Boys. Good vibrations. Oh, great. No, just good. Great vibrations. Just good vibrations. How's the metadata? Can you find it? I love the colorful clothes she wears And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I hear the sound of a 
card in my hand sex appeal just just tell me is it in the 10s 20s 30s 40s 50s just tell me that guy what do you think their sex appeal value is i'm gonna say 40s okay what about you mike i was gonna say 50s well it's 28 (laughs) what uh dennis dennis Dennis. the best yes now see if blondie is can pump that band up to a 93 dennis wilson should be able to punt kick the beach boys up plus the other guys aren't you know carl was okay yeah mike love I mike think, love i think elefante cancels out debbie harry <laughs> yeah i think he might <laughs> like that's just a wash commercial success is 66 it seems like elefante looks like if two-face was burned compl- on his whole face <laughs> so he was just whole face, whole face. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite batman villain whole face um i shouldn't even play this next song should i kyle uh, no. But let's play it. Not even I, know, I even know what it is. You knew it. Here's a little song I wrote. Big hit. You might want you to sing it yep. note for note. Don't worry. Who's in the video, you know? Be happy. Robin Williams. And, and Bill Irwin. In every life we you have You know Bill Irwin trouble. if you saw his picture. When you worry, you make it double, don't worry. This is a song that my mom would go, oh, that's a good song. Be happy. It just don't makes you happy. Be happy now. <laughs> and then they scream at each other. That's Bill Irwin. It's a lot of forehead. Don't worry. He's a very physical comedian. Be happy. Like, he can do that thing where you walk down the steps behind a couch, but it really looks like he went down the stairs. Steve Carell can do that, too. Who can? Steve Carell. Yeah, I like Steve Carell. He would, Steve Carell would be in the video if they did it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, what's up? Uh, that song. I don't think it's. I don't think that song has aged well. You don't think so? No. <laughs> you don't think that could be uh, remade? No. Yeah. No, it's uh, of the time. I don't even know what year that came out. That's probably eighty-six, the, maybe eighty-six. The next Brendan Fraser family comedy. That's what they're dancing mm. to at the end, probably. I'm pretty sure if you bought that album, that you don't like any of it, but that song. Yeah, I bet it's terrible. What are you gonna do? Kyle's, well, Kyle's see if we know something. any of the. Oh, songs. I know he's, we don't. He's the Michael Winslow of of, of music. <laughs> of music, but but not as not annoying. Right. Not. Yeah. He seems like a nice. Well, guy. he's got. I mean, and he's got legitimate. Like legitimate talent yeah do you know the name of the album it's on give me the initials sp um sp oh suppressive person <laughs> yep scientology album no, i don't know what is it simple pleasures nope I no okay idea. number one okay don't worry be happy of course <laughs> and then and then just on a loop all i want no. then, then a cover of drive my car I might have heard that. Baby, you can drive my car. Simple Pleasures. Okay. Title track. Mm-hmm. Should have called it Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> uh, good Lovin'. 
I wonder if that's a cover. Is that a cover? cover? Yep. All right. Uh, Come to me. All right. Susie Q cover. The Susie Q by Credence? Uh, Written by John Fogarty? No. Oh, okay. It's from Dale Hawkins. Don't know. Well, wait, wait, wait. Is the Credence version a cover? Could be. It might be. It might be. Um, Drive. By the Cars. The, no, them changes. All right. How many then, songs are there? And then a cover of Sunshine of Your Love. Wow. Ten a lot songs, of co- a lot of covers. What's the oh, album? Oh, yeah. What's the the al- Credence is a cover. What's the album running time? Oh, 33 minutes. I wonder what those other songs sound like. Now I'm intrigued with all these covers. Now, okay, so now you want to listen to Rock and Roll Over, True Blue. I don't want to listen to this. Simple Pleasures. I just want to check it out. <laughs> How many albums did this sell? Can you find that out? Um, did it sell albums or did it just sell singles? I don't think it even says. People bought it's his this. fourth studio album. Mm-hmm. Won the Grammy Award for Song of the Year. For Don't Worry, Be Record Happy. of the Year and Best Pop Vocal. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I, I would. I, I don't want even want to know what it was up against. I would have it, guessed this song was older than 1988. Yeah, you weren't even born yet. No. Wow. Okay. Cool. I just say cool. <laughs> You're up, Mike. I'm up. Um, let's let's do. Uh... Mike, are you having fun? I am. Let your love flow by Petra Hayden. <laughs> Let us know you're having fun, Mike. I said there should be more high fiving. <laughs> That's a nice cover. Yeah, from the Bellamy Brothers. Yeah. That did it? yeah. Yep. Where are you going, Kyle? Get a cord. Get a cord. Oh, why can't you just take this one? All right. Kyle's getting a power cord so that we don't lose our music. Um, I'll, I'll run this by you guys. I'm going to give you two bands. Tell me, these are the two bands that have the lowest legacy factor number. The lowest legacy factor number. You, you, you tell me who. <laughs> well, Train isn't in the deck. Uh, we've got Radiohead and the Eagles. What, lowest legacy? Lowest legacy factor out of this whole deck. Give us their numbers, but don't tell us which one's which. It's very close. You plug it right there? Why don't you plug it right in the wall? I wonder if we, could, if we could guess what genre of music the maker preferred. I know. Why don't you plug it in the wall? Yeah, see? I hope you electrocute yourself. <laughs> uh, that doesn't get it edited out. That thing that happened earlier with the... <laughs> that's out of here. Okay. The legacy numbers are 36 and 38. <laughs> that's not even that low, though. It's got to be Eagles over Radiohead. 
I mean, out of all the music ever created, I mean, that's not low. No. Now, I'm guessing no one from the Eagles made this. Because all theirs would be 100. Uh, they'd be 100. Yeah. Except for Don Felder, who's the biggest asshole in music. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who, who wins? Who, who's two points better, legacy-wise? I think it'd be the Eagles, because you hear Hotel California, yeah, but then you hear Creep. <laughs> this, this band seems to not like radio, or this, the people that made this seem to not like Radiohead. So no, their numbers... No, I'm just going to read that. It, it, it's, the Eagles have 38. I'm going to read you the Radiohead numbers. 36 on Legacy... 19 on Sex Appeal, 13 on Appetite for Destruction, which is actually good. It means they're not a self-destructive band. Diva Factor, 17. That's good. That's, that's good to have a low number there. Shock Value, 28. Commercial Success, 48. That's high for commercial success, too, I think. Yeah, Eagles Commercial Success, 75. But Jeez. They've had, they've had albums that were like all hits. All hits. All right. Uh, and then Wilco's in there, but it's the instruction card, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, this is Steve Perry solo from his second solo album, For the Love of Strange Medicine. This song uh, gives me chills. And then we'll play it and I'll go, ah, I don't like it. Uh, Somewhere There's Hope. Ooh, the wheels of fear. Oh. I just think it's his voice that makes me Turn truth into lies. The chorus is great like a thief in the night. If there's a Steve Perry card Mike and Kyra are giving this a zero This is not good This is 94? This is that voice Okay, let's just hear let's just hear him sing the chorus. This is like when they wedge this is the song they play when they wedge an unnecessary sex scene in like Beverly Hills Cop Three or something. That's the song that plays. All right, look. I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit and say that song. This song gives me chills. It, it didn't give me it didn't it didn't give me chills. I I feel I'm embarrassed that I said that. And I'm actually bowing down to the peer pressure of the table because uh, the looks of you two couldn't have been worse. That was hardly a song. <laughs> like, like, lift us uh, back up. Give us. Well, let me say something. this. Let me. Say, I'm going to say this. Usually, all, all the contests are for the Patreon people. I'm going to do a contest today for everybody. Now, listen up. If you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm deleting your email. <laughs> Send your answers to rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. I want you to include your answer, your mailing address, and I need your t-shirt size. I will give away two t-shirts of your choosing. Go to fluffycrate.com, pick the style you want. If you win, after you win, I'll contact you. One of the songs that I'm going to play today, when I was, when I was uh, queuing them up today, it made me tear up. So, one of the songs that Pat plays, you just email that song, your address, and your t-shirt size. Okay? So, so one of the songs that you... One of the songs on my list today made me tear up. Okay. I will tell you that it was not the Steve Perry song. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like that doesn't exist. Maybe it made you tear up like when you're cutting an onion. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right, go ahead, Mike. Let's go with this. Uh, it's another live uh, Amazing Grace. This has a bunch of... Uh, uh, Mumford & Sons, I think, was the band that was playing, but every, there was a bunch of people on stage. This is a pretty cool version. I think you maybe got to go in about a minute. Thank you! Yeah, that was good. That's from Bonnaroo. It was from Bonnaroo. Cool. All right, I got to I got to get uh, I got to get back in good graces of the listeners after the, the Steve. So here's the one that made me cry. Steve, <laughs> no, the Steve. Uh, well, it could be. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that it's already played or that it's going to be played. Okay. I will tell you, it's not the Steve Perry song. So that's a little. You, you get already. You're one. You're one up. You get a hint. That's a hint. It's not that one. Okay, this is from the Red Hot Chili Peppers album called "I'm With You." This is a song called Happiness Loves Company. Kyle, you do not like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're a little like Weezer in that they have an album that has one good song and then 10 you can throw away. How are you with the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> I think the last Red Hot Chili Peppers album I bought was uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. From Wow, that's a million years ago. Yeah, and I think, and their albums before that I really liked. Um, but when they started to get commercial success, it turned you off. Well, that one, that one had huge commercial success. Probably their biggest was maybe that album. Yeah. Under, Under the Bridge was probably their... Or give it away was yeah, but then they they rode the wave of that and continued to have commercial success for quite a few albums. Yeah, I just I I don't. It seemed they 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 seem to get a little less edgy after that. And uh, but I think you could you could argue they're the problem. I mean, if we consider if the the L A band that is probably the biggest L A band bigger than Van Halen, Beach Boys. I think, I mean, lot like in terms of like pull out success, their cards. <laughs> Yeah, there, is, there is no there's no red hot chili pepper card and they could have drawn them all with socks on their cocks <laughs> that's my favorite dr seuss <laughs> socks on cocks <laughs> yeah this album's very good i'm with you it's from a couple years ago i'll just i'll dedicate that one to ryan newerberg because he uh he likes the red hot chili peppers 
okay. share a love of Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Lenny Kravitz. So, mm. all right, your turn, Mike. Let's uh, go. Staple Singers. Uh, an old school. Uh, I'll take you there. I guarantee oh, I'm going to get both of you back with my next song. I really feel like I'm going to. Not even joking. Song. Very good song. Mike, do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Uh, yeah, too many. Way too many. Um, how does ours sound when you're listening to it? Does it sound good? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it sounds more... The microphones are much... I mean, it sounds closer than... It sounds most like real radio. Okay, good. That's what I... Stri- I want it to sound good because whenever I listen to a podcast that, that doesn't sound good, it just, it's just hard to listen to it. I will almost always just not, I'll just discard it almost immediately. And it could be the, it could be the most amazing podcast, but if it's not, the sound quality is not good. So I just, everyone out there, if you have a podcast number, try to get that. I mean, it has to be, the content has to be good too, but really try to make it sound good. Well, they even say with like making films or shows or anything that's like your picture can look shitty, but like the sound. Yes. Can't be be shitty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for, thank you for the compliment I asked for. <laughs> All right. This song, the first time I heard this song was uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named played this song. Ooh. And this is a, this is a great, this is a, a song that I, he introduced me to that I love. I will put that as the one thing. Voldemort? The Voldemort. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is a, originally... This <laughs> Billy is a, Corgan this introduced is, you this to is this a cover. <laughs> this is a cover of a Guided by Voices song done by Glenn Campbell. Mm-hmm. And this is called Hold On Hope. Every street is dark and folding out mysteriously. Where lies the chance we take to be? Everybody's got to hold on hope It's the last thing that's holding me Is this album all covers? It might be. I think the last two of his albums might be all covers. He does some Foo Fighters songs, I think, on his last, last album. Or second to the last. What's he do, Monkey Wrench? <laughs> <laughs> I would like that if he did Monkey Ranch. Yeah, just scream in that middle part. So did I? Did I? Did I? Win? Kyle, what did you think of that song? Yeah, that was good. That was a good song. Mike? Okay, cool. Did Rick Rubin produce these? It's a very. It's a very. Mm, I don't know who produced. It. I don't think it was Rick Rubin. 
It I've was been Julian like, Raymond and Howard Willing. Oh, Julian Raymond has been doing the last couple of Cheap Trick albums, so it's nice to see that he did do good work with Glenn Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Raymond has been working with Cheap Trick for a long time now, and now he's just he's just the yes guy. I mean, I don't think he's giving them a direction. I don't think he's telling them no, and I think they need to work with someone else. He's a good producer, but I think he's overstayed his welcome with my favorite band. So that's just what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. All right. What's your next song, Mike? Well, then we'll go another Chicago band like Cheap Trick. We'll go with The Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. 1979. Oh, you called it. You, you were singing this earlier. Yeah, gonna, let's Pat's, see how it Pat's version. Up. Pat's version was great. Their sex factor is a zero. No, they're not even in here. There's got to be other volumes of this. Battle of the Band. Seagull, get me more cards. that song but i don't know i just don't i've never liked the smashing pumpkins i don't know why why would i not like them mike i i don't know i i love i i think i almost call them my guilty pleasure because there seems to be a lot of anti or smashing pumpkins uh backlash but i mean i love the guitar sound i think that mm-hmm. he writes great pop songs uh i think there's probably Eight song of eight songs of theirs that are probably my top fifty songs. I, I of love all them. top fifty. Yeah, probably. I, I think I like. I I think I really like this album, this uh, melancholy and the infinite sadness yeah. album because like, pretty much all their songs that I do like are from this album. Well, it is a double album, I guess. Yeah. So that's probably why. But and that's where a lot of their hits come from. I think tonight tonight is a very touching song and um the video for that's cool too. Amazing. Oh, is that, is that a remake of the Genesis song? Tonight tonight tonight. Yeah. Yep. How'd you like that? I'm a good singer. <laughs> and then <laughs> off, off, of, uh, <laughs> off Siamese Dream, uh the guitar part of Cherub Rock is just so so good. Um it uh, it, it that when you listen to that and uh like teen, smells like Teen Spirit. I think that the the impact of Cherub Rock is so. I mean, it just hits so much. It's so hard. Um, and this song, this song's in Clerks too, and I like I like that that scene when they use this song in that movie. How is um how's Kevin Smith doing? Good. He's skinny. Seems, he seems to be good. Yeah, he's vegan now. He's still wearing the big crazy hockey yeah. shirt, though. Well, yeah. he paid a lot of money for those. He's got thousands. <laughs> he should he should have them like tapered, <laughs> athletic uh, fit. No, now he's just wearing them as a dress. <laughs> That's kind of kind of what it looks like. like. If he's getting skinny, he should you know so uh, show it. But yeah, they're doing live shows again and stuff. So I think he's doing all right. Good. good. Uh, I think you. I think Mike. I think you'll like the next song I have. It's called "Love and Happiness" by Al Green. Al Green. Let's hear some Al Green. 
simple you be good to me and i'll be good to you that's as simple as it it can get for everyone in the world the uh you be good to me and i'll be good to you what if you're like and then he killed his wife oh then that's a netflix documentary <laughs> al green that his voice is just now so connected in my head to pulp fiction from oh. uh, let's stay together it's yeah, just yeah yeah completely like his voice is just i immediately go there that's one of Mike Siegel's favorites. This might have been from one of the Siegel. Uh, I I curate Mike Siegel's uh, CD collection. Is that what I call it? It's mm-hmm. in it's in my garage. All yeah. his physical CDs are in my garage. When's the next showing that people can come look at Mike Siegel's? <laughs> I still think collection? that either Bruce Puppet or maybe uh, Starchild Puppet needs to take give us a tour of the Mike Siegel CDs. Mm-hmm. The Siegel collection. The Siegel, Siegel collection. collection yeah. Let me tell you something. Here's the Beatles CD. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Oh, Rubber Soul. I love Beatles 1. Beatles 1 is great. Beatles 2. <laughs> Beatles 3. This is the fourth one. I call it Beatles 4. A lot of people say, Paul. And I say, what? And they say, Paul, what's your favorite Beatles CD? I say, I like Beatles 7. <laughs> <laughs> These people don't know anything about the Beatles. No, yeah, that, that'll be a review we'll get. There, uh, first off, the, all the albums have names. And Kiss is very sexy. They said Kiss wasn't sexy, but they they're very sexy. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? What are you going to follow up Al Green with? I'm very. I, I will tell you this. I'm very happy with my last four. Like I would go on record as saying, I think my last four will get a thumbs up from both of you. Oh. Coming up, I thought you meant the past four. Like we're not four away from the Steve Perry. The next, the next four, I think Kyle, you can see them, but I think the next four, I think you'll be on board with them. I'm not gonna look at them. Okay, let's do a Cat Stevens. There was lots of Cat Stevens to choose from. I love Pat Stevens. (laughs) (laughs) Not as good as Fat Stevens. Cat Francis. Beast train. Come on, get on it. Take you three days to get there, though. Now I've been happy lately, thinking about the good things to come, and I believe it could be something good has begun. Oh, I've been smiling lately, dreaming about the world at one, and I believe it could be someday it's going to come. Cause out on the edge of darkness. There rides a peace train Oh, peace train Take this country Come take me home again Now I've been smiling lately Thinking about the good things to come And I believe it could be Something good has begun Oh, peace train sounding louder Tonight on the peace train Got some hand claps Aggressive acoustic. Aggressive acoustic guitar from Cat Stevens. 
Uh, he slept with Carly Simon, or should I say Carly Sly- Slyman? Carly Slyman? Yeah. Carly Simon slept with him. It's in her book. She slimed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's on a Mad Magazine, right? I'm Carly sure Slyman. Is. She's like Carly on Slyman. Kids' Choice Awards. Well, she, she goes around like the Slimer Ghostbuster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that. <laughs> her mouth is as big as Slimer's mouth. That'd be perfect. Carly Slyman. Look, if anyone wants to draw a picture of Carly Slyman, any of our artists, I'll post it on Twitter. I've loved it. And again, that kiss talk drop, please work on that. I'm sure Kevin Quinn's going to be whipping something up. Maybe Hob the Troll, Steve O'Dockerson will whip something up. Mm-hmm. Um, if Cat Steve Steven, does it, make it like 25 seconds. Yeah, it needs to be a sting. Who complains about it? Seagull. Every, everyone. Well, it needs a tighter sting. A sting, yeah. 15 seconds. Too much? <laughs> I think That's, so. Yes. The other one's... Five six. seconds? Yeah, I think three to Seagull five. Seagull stinkeroo is nice, though. Yeah. Uh, Cat Stevens' greatest hits is like one of the best greatest hits albums. Agreed. I don't know many of his, I don't know much of his catalog, like the teaser in the fire cat and catch a bullet for, I don't know those albums, but the hits are incredible. Incredible. Mm. I'm tell something about those hits. Incredible. <laughs> it's always funny you're watching you trying to do that place. Let me tell something. Do it live! <laughs> Do it fucking live. All right. Uh, my song. Okay, this is, um, I said the next four, I really think that you guys will be on board with. I've played this one many, many times. Check the Rock Solid database if you don't believe me. I tell the same story every time. But maybe there's new listeners that haven't heard this story. This is a song that my daughter Rita and I like to dance around the kitchen to. This is Paul McCartney from his album Off the Ground. This is Hope of Deliverance. It just makes me feel good. Took it right from the top. I will always be hoping, hoping You will always be holding, holding my heart in your hand I will understand I will understand someday Hold on One day You will understand Gotta get to the chorus, Kyle. When it will be right, I don't know what it will be like. I don't know. We live in hope of deliverance from the darkness that surrounds us. Okay, let's go around the table. I'm only looking for two thumbs up. Let's see what I get. Kyle, what do you think? Thumbs up? Ooh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. It's also, uh, has the... That's uh, Rita's favorite movie is Deliverance. <laughs> yes, she loves that. 13-year-olds love Deliverance. I imagine when I hear that song... She goes around to say, you got a pretty mouth. I know, all the time. I imagine Muppets dancing to that because how they could sway. I just imagine with their hair flying. Do you like Maybe Mupp- Fraggles. Do you like Muppet Deliverance? Muppet Deliverance. Is that a new Muppet movie? Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that one where the puppets are having sex and kill people. What's that called with Melissa McCarthy? Well, oh. I thought it was Team America. Team America. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Uh, oh, what is it called? The Happy Valley Murders? The Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders? Yeah. Happy, Happy Valley. Valley. That's about when they killed Joe Paterno. It's yeah. clear. <laughs> um, okay, you're up, Mike. Uh, did you see the James Corden, Paul McCartney karaoke song? I like thing? one of those people. I did. I'm not a Corden fan, but I love Paul McCartney. That th- was a good... It mm-hmm. is good. It's 22 minutes long. Yeah, but it's all... Uh, yeah, what else are they going to put on that episode? Here's the thing. <laughs> 
when I find out that they You're don't wear a hat, when I when I found out that they don't really drive, and they're getting pulled by a trailer. That kind of ruined it for me. I didn't know that, but now it's ruined. It is right. I've only watched. I think I've only watched a hand. I've never watched one all the way right. through until I, this one. I like that McCartney's letting the hair go gray again because it was gray a long time ago, and then he started to color it. Which is weird. I mean, like yeah. when in our, like when you know when when the guy lets his hair go, it was very salt and pepper, a lot more yeah. salt, and looked great. And then he started to color it, and it's like, wait, we know you have gray hair, <laughs> we know it. So, uh, but yeah, no, it was good. I agree. He was I, sponsored I, by Just for Men. Did you, Did you hear the two new McCartney songs? I didn't. Do you like McCartney solo? I I would I would probably never buy a Paul McCartney album, but I. I've, I've liked a lot of what he's... When you see him, he puts a smile on your face. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. How about that? That's right. I saw that, I saw that tour of with this hope of... Off the ground? Deliverance. Yeah. I've never seen a Beatle... Well, no, that's not true. Um, David Wilde invited me to watch the Grammy rehearsals, and Paul McCartney was singing with Kanye and... How do you say her name? Rihanna? Rihanna. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but that's the only time I saw a Beatle live. But they I really ran, thought you were going to say a more complicated name than Rihanna. How do you say that name? Becky? Kanye? Is it Lisa? So anyway, what's your next song? My next song. Uh, let's, let's do... Look at these cards. Pick a card. Any card. Uh, Johnny Nash? Johnny Nash? I don't know who that is. You'll know the song. Uh, I can see clearly. Kyle can't see it at all. I can't nope. see it. Can you, what number is it on your list? It's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. If it was April's list, it would be like, it's number 137. Great song. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Very nice. Excellent tune. Kyle, pick a card. Hold on, let me do I got that. This, I got that. Is, this is great for audio. Are we doing card tricks now? Ooh. Okay, should I tell you who it is? Yeah, I want to see it. It's Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Oh, a lot of Sabbath talk. Let me see if we got... Uh, we already really read theirs. Here we go. Their diva factor. Mm-hmm. Like, what did they want in their dressing room? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Bat heads. Where do you think it was? Uh, College cheese. Do the do it by tens. Is it, are they in the tens, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies? I'm gonna say twenties. Uh, okay, teens. Number forty six. Mm. Apparently, these pricks <laughs> wanted a lot of stuff. What if they just wanted basic things, but it, it puts on the list? I if just we, want toilet paper. <laughs> if we could just get water. <laughs> we want a chair for each of us this time. <laughs> If daddy doesn't have tissues. That's why. That's why. <laughs> Sharon popped yeah. it up. That's why the diva factor is up. Oh. Well, Sharon's uh, father actually was Black Sabbath's manager. Well, uh, wonder how they met. Actually, Sharon's daddy. My daddy was daddy's manager. Real daddy. Uh, um, okay, here's, here's an artist. His name's Derek Anderson. Had a new album out last year called A World of My Own. Might be his first album. He's been bopping around the power pop uh, rock scene of L.A. for a long time. He's actually the 
touring bass player with the Bangles. I think he also played on their last last album. And this is a song called Happiness. Let's see, I hope you guys like it. Kyle, do I give a thumbs up? Yeah, I like that a lot. That's right. good. Yeah, has a very has a Matthew Sweet type of a thing going on. Has a Bangles like type thing going on. Power pop, jangly. Now, not that this has anything to do the with jangles. anything. I actually shouldn't even say this because it's going to sound weird. African American. Wouldn't have guessed that. Derek Anderson, African American. Mm-hmm. I looked him up and I was like, oh. There's and, a, I think and, there's and a basketball pre- player. Well, actually, well, yeah, <laughs> a football player, yeah. right? And then, uh, and then. Then uh, I then I typed in Derek Anderson musician, and then it came up. There was like a video, and it was like Bass Magazine's interviews him, and there was just like an ancient looking man <laughs> and him, and I was like, "What well, has to be it him? Has to be this guy?" Uh, okay, good. It's good. not so Gandalf. I, I said I said I thought my last four would be winners, so I'm so two for two. Two, two for, for two. two. All right, two for two. Uh, let's do. Um, uh, let's do. Um, where the streets have no name. Nice. From your favorite band. I, you know, this this topic could have been a backdoor way to do an entire U two episode. That's true. We did a U two episode once. Maybe we maybe maybe we could do another one sometime. They have so much. Let me ask you this: Did do you see U two every time they come on tour? No. Did you see the last tour? The songs of. Like the last one was the YouTube. It was the Joshua Tree re. No, no. The last one was the, for the new album. I did not see that. One. Oh, oh. The, the most recent one. No, yes. I did not go. Okay. Uh, what else do I want to ask you? What's your favorite YouTube album? Probably War. It's a great album. And I, it's often a toss up between War and Octung Baby. Octung Baby is great too. I love Two Hearts Beat as one. I love Seconds. Seconds is a great song. It's great. All right. Go ahead, Kyle. Let's hear it. The streets this has a name. long opening. Alright, I'll jump ahead. What if you jumped ahead to the last 30 seconds? That's good. That was a good That wasn't yeah. bad. I know what's up. <laughs> a very casual guitar compared to Cat Stevens' aggressive, angry. Song. Almost two. I want you high. I want to tear down the walls. The holy inside. 
such a perfect song. It's great. It's, it's so good. Where the streets have no name because you can tell where people live, mm-hmm. their affluence, yep. by what street they live on. So he's imagining hmm. a world where there are no street names. streets with no name. I didn't realize that's what the song was about. I thought it was about a bunch of guys who uh, lost their, their GPS one on the fritz and they couldn't uh, find their destination. Okay, Pre-GPS. <laughs> they lost their atlas. They lost their... Did they still, well, the I Thomas guy? Is that what it was called? Yeah. When you come to LA, you get the, yeah. the big Do they still book? sell that? Is there a 2000... 2000- I bet there's an app. For the Thomas guy? Was it called the Thomas guy? The Thomas yeah. guy. You had to have it. Yes. And it was expensive. Yeah. I think I got it as a gift from someone. Yeah. What year did you move here? 2005. 2005. Kyle, what year did you move here? 2012. 20, 2112? When did you move here? 1995. So 10 years before Mike Beats. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, pay, I, I paved the way for Beats to be here. They're probably the same, similar age at the time. It looks probably. like they still sell them. Really? How much is, how much is a 2000? Updated editions are released annually. All right. Okay, well, that makes sense, idiot. Every year. Well, Amazon probably has Thomas Guide. How's this for radio? I'm at the Rand McNally store. Yeah, I bet that's it. I came here and they just talked about books. Ooh, <laughs> click on the Rand McNally store. It looks like you're lost. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> There's no page. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay, my turn. I'm two for two. I want to see if I can hit it out of the park here with a three for three. And then I have my last song, which I'm very confident in. All right. This is uh, Bruce Springsteen released, released this as a, on a live album. There was no studio version. But then a couple albums later, he did record a studio version of it for the album called Wrecking Ball. This is a song called Land of Hope and Dreams on Rock Solid. So that, in essence, that's what the Statue of Liberty is about. Mm-hmm. Come here to the United States. This is the land of hope and dreams. Mm-hmm. Mike? I agree with that. Okay, Kyle, thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, I like that. Oh, that one, I just barely squeaked out a thumbs up. What about you, a Mike? A very good song. All right, excellent. Cool, three for three. Motherfuckers. Springsteen's diva factor has to be a zero, right? He, he you know seems I mean? like the most low-maintenance person like he'll just do every like yeah i do i do whatever you want me he'll to do. go by the water and bring it into look, the I, look i'm i actually bought a hibachi grill and i'm gonna cook everyone steaks tonight sometimes i think and this is just from like when i was paing and stuff but yeah, sometimes yeah. i think that like the diva factor is because like one time someone like didn't put ice in a cooler and they were like oh can we can we get some ice in here? And then they were like, hey, make sure you put ice in that cold. <laughs> like, that's like, they make that's a big, true. hey, one time they complained because it was like, yeah, because one idiot just didn't put ice in it. Let's try that. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, Kyle. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm Bruce. Oh, and, hi, Bruce. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally locked uh, the green room door. I can't get in there. Could you Could you know who could open that? Yeah, I'll, I'll have to get a key. Is that, is that okay? Sure. Okay. And then, hey, <laughs> hey, we got to take the locks off all the doors. It's in his rider. No locks on doors. Bruce hates locks. I got to tell you. Don't I, go in, but don't lock the door. I, I will lock myself out of my car. I locked myself out of my motorcycle once. <laughs> Mike Beats, what's up? Um, Here's the deal. You're going to play a song. I'm going to play my last song. I'm going to do a little promoting, and then you pick a play out. Okay. So um, let's do let's do fun. We are young. Okay. Nate Roos, the singer. Is that who that is? Yes. I wanted to show the kids. I know what's up. The kids and that fun with a small f. And a period. Give me period. a second. I I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My lover, she is waiting for me. Just across the bar, my seat's been taken by some sunglasses Asking about a scar and I know I gave it to you months ago I know you're trying to forget But between the drinks and subtle things The holes in my apologies, you know I'm trying hard to take it back So if by the time the bar closes And you feel like falling down I'll carry you home tonight. We are young, so let's set the world on fire. We can burn brighter than the sun tonight. We are young, so. why the Grammy Awards are a mess. Okay, let's get into it. Where did this come from? (laughs) Because that should be a topic, Kyle. Why the Grammy Awards are a mess. They they Fun was a band in 2008. Yep. Okay. And they won brand new they won brand new artists. Best new artists? It says brand new artists. That's weird. 2013. And then they and then they ceased to be a band in 2015. It's a disaster. What calendar are you using? I don't know what's going on. That is a mess. Where, yeah, what, we're five years behind on everything. What website are you finding that from? It's Wikipedia. I knew that was a thing. I just double checked to what the year discrepancy was. That's at was. Grammys.com. Hey, uh, I want to give a shout out to a friend of the show, Alexi Lawless. He has a, a really great, fun summer album out right now called Sunshine. Just came out like a month or so ago. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on iTunes. And uh, I, I love Alexi's music. He writes some fun pop rock music. So go get this thing. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't say anything about it. I'd just go, ooh. ooh I've been watching a lot of him. Ooh. I watched the I World know. Cup. Yeah. Sunshine? Wait, Sunshine, yeah. Um, it's, so weir- it's, I, I, it's so weird to uh, turn on the World Cup and, and see Alexi there when he's set in the seat that you've set in. It's, it's funny. It's, um, but yeah, I like him. I think he's entertaining. I, I like that he's outspoken. Yeah, and, I like. Uh, I love it. I love it. So, uh, World Cup. World Cup's over now, right? Yeah. The there's a new podcast. I think they release it all as, in one time mm-hmm. uh, called American Fiasco, and it's about how the 
1998 American soccer team had very high hopes for the World mm-hmm. Cup. They ended up getting last place. Wow. And it is, he's very, he gives some great interviews on that. Oh, cool. And how's the sound quality on that? Very good. It's by ESPN and WNYC. Because if it wasn't, you wouldn't listen to it. I do will I will turn off a podcast. All right. Even if someone has said it, it's a good podcast. Yeah, it's, not good. it's not over. Goes to July fifteenth, the World Cup. Yeah. The, the, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> you said I think it's over now. I don't remember saying that. There's no proof that I <laughs> he said that. He was talking about the podcast. Yeah, there's oh, no okay. there's no proof that I said that. How are you gonna prove I said that? <laughs> Mike, what's your next song? This is no, it's you. What? We just did Oh, fun. you just did fun. Oh, this is my last song. Okay. Here we go. And then after this, we'll do some promoting, and then you'll do the play out. Okay, my last song uh, was originally... You, you can't find a, a, a recorded version of this, because I ripped this from a Saturday Night Live DVD. This was from a performance from November 20th, 1976. Paul Simon was the host. George Harrison was the musical guest. And this is my only song on the list that veers off what I was doing with the hope and happiness in the song title. This is uh, George's Here Comes the Sun, sung with Paul. Here comes the sun Here comes the sun I say it's all right Long cold lonely winter Little darling It seems like years Since it's been here Here comes the sun Here comes the sun I say It's alright Alright, thumbs up or thumbs down, Kyle? Yes, thumbs up It's a very thumbs up Very thumbs up uh, and this is the kind of thing I want, I, I've been trying a couple of years now, trying to get Lorraine Newman here because she lives in LA and she does podcasts and I just want to talk about all the music that she was privy to hearing on the five seasons she was on Saturday Night Live, five or six that seasons. That would be amazing. And we'll, I'm actually, I, I have all the cli- clips, we can play it up on the screen, we can play the audio and I want to, I want to know if like, you know, did she sit in and watch the rehearsal? What if she said, I didn't really watch anything, I don't really like music. But uh, yeah, so many bands. And the bands that got banned? Yeah, the bands that got banned. I mean, 75 to 81. I mean, Elvis Costello and. Band. The band, Billy Joel, everyone. I think he was banned. I think banned. Elvis Costello was banned. Elvis Costello was banned because he went off book and played a different song. Oh, it's live. Well, Lauren didn't like that song. Well, Lauren does not really like care for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do some promoting, Mike. Where can we find you on Just tw- Twitter? Twitter. At. B I E T Z at Beats. Not to be. Do not go to at Master Beats. You're going to get a whole <laughs> different type of tweet. Kyle, you're at Kyle. Dot some fun. Yep. Where are we at in Instagram? We're at Rock Solid Show. I'm at. I'm at. And we're that on Twitter. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. Mm-hmm. We are at Rock Solid Show. Uh, if you go to RockSolidPodcast.com, that's where you're going to find everything: T-shirt link, uh, Patreon link, mm-hmm. the episodes. You want to hire me for a function? I'll come out and do something. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Whatever you want me to do. You can, put a, you can put together chairs. You could. I'll be like, ta- I'll, ta- I'll task rabbit at your house. If you live in LA, you want me to come out and put some furniture together? I'll do that. You got to pay me, <laughs> but I'll do it. 
Uh, today's the day that today, when we're recording, this is July 1st. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is when the Patreon money comes in. This Happy is, Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. This is always the Patreon. This is the day when people uh, back down their <laughs> back down their donations. Like, oh, I've gone from ten to five, or some people go up. I've gone to five to ten. All different things. But uh, thank you guys for whatever denomination. Thank you for supporting the show. If you're listening right now and you are not supporting us through Patreon, think about it. Two dollars a month. Two dollars a month. Two dollars a month. See you into every contest. Every contest. Five dollars. Uh, five dollars. I'll send you the database. You'll get in every contest, and you'll uh, be in the ASAP club. You get your episodes uh, very soon after we record. Yeah, and especially with people like traveling over summer and stuff, some people people like, like that. that yeah, and, and prefer like that. today. We're going to record two episodes today. We just recorded one with Mike Beats. Tonight we're going to record with Mike Schmidt. And, every, and these aren't going to go up for two, three weeks, but everyone will get them probably tomorrow, definitely yeah. by Tuesday, because I'm very and diligent on this. Yeah. $10, you get to watch all the videos, which is what is great right now is if you sign up for the $10 tier right now, you're going to get all the stuff I just said. Plus, now that we've amassed a year of videos, you yeah, can go back and like watch 52, 52 videos. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so anyway, I don't, I don't want to... You know, and I think there's one hosting tier available right now too. Mm-hmm. So and if you for ten thousand dollars, you can surf with Murray. So ten thousand dollars, you can surf with Murray anytime you want to. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, a month? No, just, no, just, just one, one time. time. One time, ten grand. <laughs> you could you for ten grand, you get to stay at Murray's house. I don't think you get to do that. <laughs> you go surfing with him. I think you can surf with pool. him. No, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, I think you stay at my house, but you get to go yeah. surf with Murray. You can you can do an EKG on him. But literally, I've said this before. If if everyone that's listening out there, and I know what the number is, if you guys just went in for two dollars a month, I would never mention Patreon again. So think about it. Fifty cents an episode. I know Mike's episode is worth fifty cents at least, at right, least. Mike? At least you're gonna listen to this one over and over too. You're going to listen to it over and over again? I had a lot of fun today. Thank no, you for coming over. It was good. Thank you for giving me some of your Sunday. I had a lot yeah. of fun with this one. What about you, Kyle? I had fun. Kyle, you moved back into my house last night. I did. Yeah. That's what we've been doing all week. Mm-hmm. Mike, before you play the song, I have to tell you this one story. Uh, so Kyle moved back in, and he brought his flat screen TV on the second floor. So we have a, an apartment above the garage. What we have up there right like now. Like the Fonz. Like the Fonz. Yep. Hey. hey. Fonzie's up there banging. Hey. Okay. We have an old analog TV up there. Okay. How and, much does it weigh? Oh, my God. It ha- it's easily 300 pounds. We could barely get it out of the apartment into the office, which is also on the second floor. Cause, you're cause keeping it? No, no but we, it's so heavy. We and can't, the stairs are very narrow and very steep. just throw it steep. out the window? It'll explode. Like, I don't know how we're going to get it. We, I don't even. What we were looking at, we we're like, we can take, we can carry, we can this, carry this. I think and you got to get Schmidt to go over there. I think he could probably just I, carry I it. I hope so. I, he's the one that helped me get it up there. Okay. But I don't, I don't even know how you guys got it up there. It's unbelievable, dude. So we put it in the office and I flipped it onto, the, so the screen is facing down because I thought maybe we can take it apart. So I took the back off and I took some wires out. The tube is what weighs everything. Yeah, it's literally the tube and two plastic pieces and some wires. And I twisted something off the back of the tube yesterday, and it went... <laughs> I was like, is this going to explode? Like, I have no idea how we're going to get it down the... St- excuse me, down the stairs. It is nuts. I bought a TV yesterday. I'm not even joking. Where'd you get it? How big? 65. Nice. 
And, and I, I carried it by myself. <laughs> yes, it doesn't weigh. It doesn't weigh anything. I saw a guy on a bike the other day with like a fifty-inch TV in the box strapped to him, like just around. Yeah. Like I saw a guy riding behind him watching the TV, <laughs> watching the uh, World Cup on that thing. Do you like it? Where'd you get it? Uh, I got it at off Craigslist, like oh. one of these, like uh, I don't know. They sell refurbished, nice television. You hanging it on the wall? Right now, it's not, but I probably will hang it up. Did you, did you, but you tried it out. Everything's working. Everything works. It's what nice. was your, what happened to your old TV? Um, I gave that one away. Um, it was about, it was a flat screen, but it was probably seven or eight years old and it was, it ran very hot. Okay. So I just gave it away. And then, uh, I was using for about six months, a little like 32 inch and uh, 32. I know. Please. It's, it's hard to go down. Yes. In size. <laughs> Like 65, you're like, oh, well, I'll never need a bigger TV than this. Right. But yeah, you will. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty big. It's great to have a big TV. How yeah. far, okay, your TV's on the wall. How far Look is... Look the TV talk. How far from the TV are you when you're watching it? Um, <laughs> what if he just held his hand right in front of his face? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm playing video close, games, that's what close. I do. When I'm playing video games, I'm that close. Uh, it's probably here to, uh, what is that, eight... Ten feet. Ten feet from the TV. Yeah, that's good. And you like what do you what do you want to watch in this big thing? Movies or Probably video World games? Cup. Sports. Alexi Lawless. Are you a sports person? I watch the World Cup and I watch basketball. There's no better seat for basketball or football than if you're at home. I agree with that. <laughs> or in a bar. Are there a million cameras on these sporting events yeah. now? I went. I watched yeah. the Mexico upsetting Germany in a Mexican bar, and it was. It was amazing. It was crazy. Yeah. How come they can't put a camera in the ball right now yet? When are they going to do that? Because everyone would get dizzy um, and throw up. In <laughs> football, you know, you know, like the pylons by the by the end zone, yeah. those orange things. They have cameras in those now, That's so nuts. that you can like see if it's a touchdown or not. But then there's still an idiot on the sideline, like, well, we don't know if it's a touchdown, like looking in that little hooded thing. They need to. Uh, Stupid. It, Every time they bring a new camera on the field, the referee just must start sweating. Oh, I'm so out of a job. I'm well, in uh, a job. sorry, this is a sports talk, but sports talk. In in we ho- do not need a sting for this. In hockey, there are always there are always like three people in Canada, like in the NHL headquarters. Okay, and they anytime there's any sort of review, they just call them. Yep. and those guys have all the camera angles, and then they immediately are like, "Yeah, it was in," or "No, it wasn't." Hey, what do you guys think? All right. Yeah. I think that's like the, does that too. Yeah. yeah. I, a lot more. Like, that's what football should do rather than some idiot with an iPad. In, in golf, in golf, I think that fans call in and will be like, hey, that guy did. And then they, like, they will make check. Like, <laughs> people just watching call in. Let me write a review for the show. That's because so, so, the episode, the episode so was great. People were watching the golf that they're allowed to, like, hey, if you see something that's wrong, at the see end of something, the, say something. At the end of the so called music podcast, it was all about TVs and sports. Zero, hard pass. <laughs> All right, Mike, hope and happiness. We brought some to the world today. What are you going to close out this show with? You got a number of songs to choose from. I'm going to go with you two again. Oh, great. And we're going to do Beautiful Day. (sighs) My favorite U2 song. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks. Thank you, Mike. Enjoyed it. Thank you. The heart is a bloom. (laughs) That's Dudley Do Right, I think. The heart is a bloom now. The heart is a bloom. She'd stop from the stony ground. There's no room. I'm ruined. 
no space to rent in this town. You're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck. And you're not moving anywhere. You thought you'd found a friend to take you out of this place. Someone you can lend a hand in return for grace. So beautiful.